Welcome, you're listening to Knitting a Story with Jen and Lex, episode two. On today's episode, we share how we met, show me your knits, what's off the needles, have yarn, will travel, Olds Fiber Week, Tour de Fleece, and things we love on Ravelry. So the story of how Lex and I met is I joined a knit group in Calgary called Chicks with Sticks and I'd been attending for a while and a mutual friend Sam from Yarn and Yarn Studios actually went to a different knit group to introduce herself and that's where she met Lex. Yep and uh, let me tell you when she invited me I wanted to go because the knitting group that I was part of wasn't really my cup of tea but then I got really nervous when the night came to go and I told my husband that I was pretty sure I was invited by mistake and they didn't (laughs) really want me to show up and he told me that this was ludicrous and he they wouldn't have invited me to their super secret knit group if they didn't want me to show up and to basically just go what was the worst that could happen and uh, so I got over my anxiety slightly and I went and I waited for about 10 minutes in the car until I saw uh, Sam the lady who had invited me go in so that I wouldn't have to confront all these strangers on my own but I think that's always the hardest is the very first time you go yeah it definitely was especially because that night there was I don't know, 15, but it seemed like 100 people <laughs> there. And uh, that was a little bit daunting. Yeah. it's. I think it's harder when the knit group is really big to kind of sneak in. Yep. Well, in a way, because I could just sort of blend in with the group, but then I had to remember everybody's name. <laughs> and I only could remember three people's name, uh, Sam and you and one of the other ladies. <laughs> Let's call her Miss J. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how we met. And the rest is history. Then you started talking about zombies. (laughs) Oh, am I a zombie in a post-apocalypse preparedness plan? Uh, Yep. And then I was like, this is the group for me. (laughs) Yeah, as I'm sure everybody else was looking at me like it was crazy. Yeah, but I thought, hey, somebody else is on the same page and I know who I'm going to meet up with. Compare our notes. Yep. (laughs) Okay, sounds good. And next up, show me your knits. Oh boy. Okay, so I've got the vanilla sock in the crazy striped yarn that I talked about last episode. And it is definitely black hole knitting. That's the pink, black, and white? Yep. And... I tend to do anything else but knit that sock. I think you're going to have to just re-gift that yarn. (laughs) I think it's the yarn. No, I like the yarn. I just hate the sock. Partially because I know it's not going to fit me no matter what I do. Unless I shrink my feet. Ooh, Chinese feet binding. Uh... Yeah, not so much. Anyways, that will eventually be done by Christmas as I intend to re-gift the socks. Do you have somebody already in mind? Yeah, I only know one person with narrow 
short feet. And that's my stepdaughter. So yay, cashmere socks for her. <laughs> um, is it the yarn that doesn't have any stretch? Like, is that the problem? No. The problem is I did the first sock on 2.25 millimeter needles. And I really should have done them on 2.5s. Okay, see my standard vanilla, I always do on 2.25s. No, I am a tight, oh, tight okay. knitter. So, yeah, oops. <laughs> Again? <laughs> By the time I realized what had happened, it was too late. And I refused to rip out an entire sock. Uh, partially laziness, partially stubbornness. So, this... Just think, you're, pl you're getting your Christmas knitting done early. Uh, yeah, I, uh, sure. <laughs> That's... Tell, tell yourself that to make it feel better. Okay, <laughs> it's still black hole knitting and it's not going anywhere, it feels like. Um, I've just got a few more rows till I get to the heel and hopefully after that it's just off to the races. But I always find after the heel it's always like downhill to the toe. Yep. Uh, the other thing I've got going on is the Via Hunte. That's how I like to pronounce it. I have no idea if that's how you say it. Uh, it's by Martina Bem. And it's not quite black hole knitting. I have been working on it, but um, my other project has sort of been taking all my attention, which is the Oceana tunic, which who is which is by uh, Allison Stewart Guinea, and I'm doing that in Cascade Heritage silk in like this sapphire color. That's awesome. I love that color. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, I am totally frankensteining it not by design but because i kind of can't read patterns apparently <laughs> creative knitting uh yep uh when i discovered my error i <laughs> i didn't want to rip it back because i'm i guess lazy i don't know <laughs> i'm starting to notice the trend here <laughs> yeah so uh, i'm just making it up as i go along and i'm just sort of look i knit an extra inch by accident <laughs> So now I'm just sort of shortening the um, the sections between the other pleats, and hopefully it looks okay. <laughs> and I didn't quite get gauge, so I did what the pattern suggested. So that's not a Frankenstein, I suppose. And I am um, I cast on extra stitches, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, worst comes to worst, if you have to re-knit it, it's really nice yarn to knit with. Yeah, it it really is, and it's it catches a lot though. I've noticed, like I snag it. Maybe I need to put more hand cream on, but I snake it a lot, so oops. But nothing that hasn't been like fixable just by sort of stretching it out. And uh, I'm really lucky with that pattern because um, a lady from Knit Group has already knit it, which is how I found out about it. And uh, I can always compare it to her finished product, which just, you know, hers needs to be seen together and mine needs to happen. <laughs> But I really like knitting it because it's super easy and I can, there's two rows in between all the pleats that are just, they fly by. Nice. Well, let's see what am I working on. I've got my Neary shawlette still and I'm yeah. almost to the end of it. What I love about triangular shawls knit from the taper point and increase and then decrease is that once you hit the midpoint and you start decreasing, it just flies along. Yeah. Whereas my problem is, is... I am so bad at planning my next project that I'm dreading finishing this one. Oh yeah, I, I hear you. 
But I really like the way that Charlotte uh, breaks up the um, crazy variegatedness without losing the colors. Yeah, like the Lona's lace just tends to pool yeah. something terrible and soft. So I knew when I had it that I needed to find something that would complement the variation and yet not lose it. Yeah, it looks really, really good. Thanks. Let's see, what else am I working on here? Oh, I need, still need to finish the baby cardigan. It's uh, kind of been put to the side for other knitting. Yeah. And all I have left on it is to, to do the, the arms and then decide if I'm going to over-dye it, which I kind of have a feeling I am. Yeah. Because I'm a traditionalist in that, you know, little boys should wear blue and little pinks, little girls should wear pink, if only so that to give other people the hint. Uh, well, I always think of spit up white <laughs> yes yeah you know. cream and baby puke doesn't really go together uh yeah not so much so uh yeah i hear you i'd over dye it too <laughs> <laughs> and then i started the uh monkey socks by cookie a this is the first time i've done this pattern and i'm oh, just yeah. on the uh the cuff so far and i'm doing it out of sweet georgia bfl sock in pea shoot that sounds like a cool color it's, yeah, it's kind of greens through to blues and then back to greens. Nice. I originally had started knitting on it when we went to Sock Summit in 2011, I believe it was. Oh, so only two years ago? <laughs> yeah. Not it. that it's been in hibernation or anything. <laughs> I wouldn't know what you mean <laughs> about, you know, sock yarns that need to be ripped out and made into something else. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not us. No, not, no. We're not procrastinators at all. Nope. No, definitely not. Yeah. I just hid it in my UFO bin and pretended like it wasn't there. I, I like the way that, you know, that sounds. I like I to know. do that too. Oh, see, I don't know. I love the yarn. I just, the pattern I chose was just not the right pattern for that yarn. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen, sister. Yep. All right. Thanks. So, so now much. we're going to go on to what's off the needles, and we're going to start with Jen this time. All right. I finished uh, my Felicity sock. That's the vanilla sock that I was doing out of the Felici. I think it's just peachy. Oh, yeah. And cool. And that's self-striping? Yeah, it's self-striping. And it's fun because the, the yarn does all the magic for you. Yeah. I look smart, and it's just the yarn. Yeah. And there's <laughs> not so many ends to weave in or spit splice or... Oh, that's so true. Or whatever. So I did the sock, and I only did, I think, about two inches for the cuff. And then afterthought heel right down to the toe. And... Then on the toe, I like to do a contrasting color. Yeah. And unfortunately, I chose the wrong color. Uh-oh. And the fact that they are pretty ugly. <laughs> does it super clash? It does. It's, oh. It was not a good choice, but I'm already done the toe. I'm already done the heel. I'm going to leave them. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they're just on your feet, right? It's not like straight across your chest, this horrible contrast. That's true. I think it'll be one of those socks where I'll wear them. I know I'm not taking my shoes off. Camping socks. <laughs> Camping socks, that's right. Sleeping socks. The only problem is I didn't do the cuff long enough. So with the afterthought heel, I found that it it pulled the cuff down lower. Maybe I've got too deep of a heel to have such a short cuff. Oh. Do, do you find that the afterthought heel sort of, does it affect your instep in a bad way? Um, I like the, it in the instep. I usually, if I do a heel flap, I do a get gusset, and it's too loose. Whereas oh. the afterthought heel, because you're not doing that gusset, really seems to suck onto my feet and that's what I like about it oh okay yeah I, I like to have a nice deep gusset I think because every time I've done the gusset they're always nice and tight on me unless I 
uh, you know, use the wrong size needles, like 2.75s <laughs> or 3s. <laughs> I've done that. Because that's never happened before. <laughs> yeah, I I have wide, flat feet. So I think it, if you have a high arch, I believe people usually like the heel gusset. Yeah. I don't have a high, I have almost no arch, but I have a, I don't know what you call it, a big, a big space between my heel and my ankle, I guess. <laughs> Freakishly large. <laughs> it's pretty, it's like, actually it is pretty, it's pretty big. <laughs> so I don't think the uh, afterthought's going to work, but maybe I'll try it someday. And then I can gift those socks too. Uh, <laughs> Nothing like pre-planning for Christmas. Yeah. In June. In June. <laughs> Yeah, so are you going to finish the second sock? or uh... I'm going to finish the second sock. It'll be camping socks or something because they're comfy. They're just ugly. Oh, oh well. I maybe, mean, Maybe I should contrast and do the other one with the blue for the foot and then the peach for the toes. Because if they're going to be ugly, you might as well just go all the way ugly. I actually sort of like mismatched matching socks. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be cool. Yeah, maybe I'll do that just for fun. That would be... That'd be pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. All right. What are you working on? Well, I finished uh, the Central Park hoodie uh, by Heather Lodinsky. And uh, after talking about it last week, I went home literally. And after fiddling around with how to post podcasts, I decided to finish this sweater because I only had the hood to do, seam it up, and then the button band. And what yarn did you use for that one? Um, It's just a white Aran that I got from Yummy Yarn Studios that I'm going to over dye. And uh, let me tell you, I I don't know what, I, what I'm doing. I'm just making it up as I go along. It was a great pattern, pleasure to knit, you know. I mean, it was a little complicated, but that's only because I've never done that kind of a sweater. Um, I decided to knit the bottom of the body in one piece so that I wouldn't have to seam it. And then I separated where the armholes go, then knit the front um, back, and then the other front and then joined on the top of the shoulders yeah and then I seamed the, sh- the shoulders and you know picked up for the hood and all that stuff um next time I think I'm just gonna do it all in pieces and seam the whole thing up because uh I tried it on finally I was a little the the sleeves looked really small so I was afraid and I was gonna cry if it didn't fit me so I left it for a while and then I finally tried it on and it fits but the armholes are a little small and a little tight in the armpits. Um, Freakishly big in steps. Tiny yeah. arms. <laughs> big arms. Freakishly big like arm in steps or whatever you call this. The shoulder joint, I guess. I think it'll be okay. It looks like it fits around, you know, the girls and everything. So yeah. we're good. Um, I haven't blocked it yet because we're going to dye it and then block it. Okay. So, I mean, it's a little squishy. It looks kind of weird, but it fits. Um but next time, totally going to just seam. If it says to seam it, I'm just going to seam it. Unless it gives me an option to not do it, I think. Um, also, I realize that I... Me and ease, I don't even understand what ease is, I don't think. Um, I looked it up on Google the other night because I wanted to know. and Yeah, I'm just super confused. So if it's negative ease, it's close to the body and tight. If it's positive ease, it's free-flowing from your body and loose. Okay, but... Let's say, okay, I have like a 36-inch bust, let's say. Yeah. Um, so if the if it's got like two inches of positive ease, do I knit the size 35 or 37? Depends on how you want it to fit. Oh. If it's, if it, if the pattern, to, 
I, I'm by no means an expert. People don't take my word on this. <laughs> Your mileage may vary. <laughs> but if you're a 36 inch bust and you knit the 35, you're removing an inch of the ease out. Oh, so it'll be closer. It'll be tighter. <clears throat> if it has positive ease. Okay. No, if it's negative ease, it'll be closer. Oh, man. I, I'm so... Okay. We'll clarify this for the next episode. Yeah. Because ease is important, people. And I'm planning on knitting a sweater soon, so I better get this figured out. I've knit two sweaters, and I don't quite fully understand this. So just keep going and knit your sweater, and don't worry about the ease until the end. <laughs> just like, why do a gauge swatch? Oh, I did do a gauge swatch <laughs> for this. I've never gauge swatched for, like, socks or anything. I just sort of... Okay, so socks it. is a good example of ease. Socks, you usually knit with a negative ease so that they will be tight. Right, and... Like that part I understand, yeah. but it's the sizing, I think. Maybe not the ease so much, but the sizing that's screwing me up. Because like when I knit a sock, I knit the medium sock because I have medium right. wide feet yeah. and long, they're long paddles, but they're like medium thick. Mm-hmm. So I, I know to knit the medium sock unless this, the pattern says, oh, you know, this is super tight or it's super loose or whatever. Um, but with a sweater, right, there's sizes all of a sudden. It's not just small, medium, large. It's 35, 32, 38. And I'm like, I'm a 36. Which one do I knit? Ah! So. Okay. Well, I actually got a book out of the library called Fitted Knits. And we'll have to link the name of the author in the show notes. But I think it'd be a good thing for you to look at because it talked about if your bus size is this, find the part in the pattern that says, you know, if your bus size is 36, pick this one for a fitted knit as opposed to one that's going to be free-flowing because obviously oh. the book is about fitted, fitted knits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I should also learn how to read my patterns. Oh, that, yeah. that's Oops. an added bonus. Oops, yeah, I tend to sort of read what I want to read and then reread it and realize that it's not actually what the pattern says. <laughs> and, you know, when it doesn't make sense and I'm like, what the heck is happening? It's usually user error. So... That's okay, but it fits. It's gonna look great. I'm gonna over dye it. If it if I can't take the armpit thing, I'll gift that too. <laughs> Why the hell not? <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of Christmas gifts from your June knitting, isn't there? Uh, there might be. <laughs> there might be. There's gonna be a happy twelve year old. Let me tell you. <laughs> Have yarn will travel. So let's. This last weekend, I got to go out to Canmore and go to Knit and Caboodle. And it is such a beautiful store. Um, just for the listeners who aren't familiar with Canmore, it's just outside of Banff, um, which is a national park in Canada. It's beautiful. Google it. It's great. And it has yarn. And it has yarn. So why <laughs> wouldn't you go? <laughs> it was actually Father's Day. Unfortunately, I made my husband take me to the yarn store. But that's like a gift for him because yours more sane when you have yarn. That's true. And it's so well set up. They, as soon as you walk in, they've got two chairs and a little table that is covered in men's magazines. Nice. It was awesome. That's awesome. I've oh, I always wanted to go there, but I can just never find the time. And I can't convince my husband that we should go there to Canmore just to go to the knitting store. And every time we do go, it's always, you know, they're closed. Yeah, yeah, they have limited hours in that case. Yeah, well, also, he likes to go early in the morning. Oh. <laughs> so they're closed, and then we're fishing, and 
nowhere near a yarn store so well i definitely think we're due for a road trip we will have to give it a better review once we've both experienced the yarn i'm so store. jealous i only went there once and that was back when i started knitting way back in the day and i bought a skein of sock yarn because i, I didn't knit socks at this point this is important <laughs> to know and i only, it was a 50 grams gain oh no so like what do you do and it's variegated and ankle socks contrasting toe and heel um no <laughs> i'm not even really fond of the colors anymore and i mean it's, it's not terrible right it's i think it's diamond sock yarn but it's just mm-hmm. it was my purchase before you knew what really to purchase yeah you know it was like the this looks good and oh look it's not too expensive <laughs> And now I'm like, hmm, I want the cashmere and the, <laughs> yeah. the merino. Oh, so yarn snob. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's me. Yep. <laughs> well, I got to go and I didn't buy a thing. We're going. I know. I think uh, after olds and all this stuff, we're gonna have to do a knitting road trip. My problem was is I got up early in the morning. I actually went a little bit stash diving, found a whole bunch of amazing yarns that I already own. I'm so excited to knit with that. I went into the yarn store and was like, oh, I could buy this. I really like it. Oh, but I really have this at home already. Uh-oh. So listeners, don't rub- rummage through your stash and go to the yarn store. Go to the yarn store and then rummage through your stash because you won't buy anything. Unless you're trying to save money, in which case do the oh. reverse because apparently this works very well. It's like eating before going to the grocery store. <gasps> that is a good analogy. That is exactly <laughs> what it was like. I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. I've already got something that's good. But I'm full. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to do another trip because uh, I really want to go there. Also, it's just beautiful. And we should go in the summer when we can walk around. I agree. We found a really nice pub with amazing food called the Grizz- Grizzly Paw, I believe. Oh, yeah. We went to, uh, I don't know, some crepe house and had crepes. Because, you know. Uh, You're I fancy had... like that? <laughs> I'm fancy like that. Uh, I had guests over and I was taking them to Kenmore. They're from Montreal, which is where I'm originally from. And uh, they had, they don't get to see the mountains. And so for us to go there, it's kind of, oh yeah, you know, we see the mountains when we're driving through Calgary every so often. So it's they're beautiful and they're gorgeous, but they're sort of second nature to us, but not to the people from Montreal. So then I fed them food that was not scary. Although, <laughs> Alberta food is not very scary. But it was Montreal, Montreal comfort food. Yeah, something like that. Also, we found it pretty quick. So we just went there and it wasn't super busy. And we went in winter. Mm. So like the restaurants were super busy because no one was out walking. Right. And when I was there this weekend, it was so beautiful that nothing was too busy because everybody was just enjoying the scenery. Yeah, that must have been really nice. It was amazing. Well, I'm glad you got to go. So I live vicariously through you. <laughs> Final conclusion. We're going to Canmore. <laughs> yeah, nothing followed Jen home. What? I know. Well, I won't talk about all the yarn that followed my husband home from Miami. <laughs> oh, is it a big box? <laughs> it was a big box, and he had to explain to the Canadian Customs why he was bringing $100 worth of yarn home. <laughs> Don't you know how much sweaters cost? <laughs> I know. And the yarn from Knit Picks is such a good deal that when he was down there, I just, I couldn't miss the opportunity to have it ordered in. Speaking about yarn from Knit Picks, I know this has nothing to do with having yarn and traveling, but uh, my husband has okayed me to purchase a, an Afghan's worth of yarn. 
Excellent. Which excellent. is like 150 bucks. Woohoo! Yes. Someday. It's a big pattern. <laughs> so that's nitpicks.com and their yarn is reasonable. And we're not paid by nitpicks. Nope. Or, <laughs> or the, the knit and caboodle in Canmore. Nope. <laughs> we have no sponsorship. Unless they want to send us free yarn, then that would be appropriate. Yes. <laughs> so the next thing is Olds Fiber Week. That's right. It's starting on June 21st and it runs until June 28th. And that's in Olds, Alberta, Canada, which is an hour north of Calgary, two hours south of Edmonton. And um, are you? there's a, a market that's running and I'm going to be there all day on Saturday, June 22nd. So come visit me at the Yummy Yarn Studio booth. Um, are you looking for anything good this year? I think I'm going to mostly, mostly be looking for spinning fiber that's ten that tends to be what i look for there although who knows the siren call of yarn (laughs) might happen yeah i was very fortunate to help sam at yummy yarn studios uh label some of her yarns and it was really hard for some of those yarns not to follow me home well um we're gonna go on friday night i think as well to the market and uh maybe That'll happen on Friday night. Yay, I hope it does. I can enable you. I'm very good at that. Just ask Miss Kay. Very good at that indeed. All right, so speaking of spinning, there's the Tour de Fleece that's happening soon. Yeah, June 29th to July 21st. That's about two weeks away. Time to get training. Lex, what can we do to get ready for Tour de Fleece? Spin something on your spinning wheel. (laughs) Or nothing. That's how I like to train. (laughs) All or nothing kind of girl, hey? Yeah. I was thinking the one thing you could do is do some wheel maintenance. You know, oiling, making sure your tension bands are good. That's a good idea. Maybe clearing all your bobbins of all the stuff that you have that's extra. and you. you... That's a good idea because I don't do wheel maintenance very often. I'm, I do when I'm using my wheel, but I haven't really touched it for a while, which is a shame. But uh, yeah, I'll have to oil some stuff up. I was on the RAV boards today and I found a really good goal, I think, for myself, which would be to spin an ounce of fiber every day. So I think I'm going to pull out my fiber, weigh it up, have it already, you know, kind of fluffed up and ready, have all the bobbins done. Because I I think the next two weeks are going to pass pretty fast. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure. It sounds like a lot of time, but it really isn't. It really, uh... I can't even believe it's June. <laughs> it's past the middle of June. <laughs> don't talk, don't say that. Um, so yeah. Um, Just under six months to Christmas. Oh, what? What? <laughs> That's why I've started Christmas knitting already, because I'm super, you know, ahead of myself. Um, yeah, so I have no super real goals other than to spin during Tour de Fleece. Um, and then other than that, we just recommend, you know, go on the Ravelry boards, find a team. Buy some stuff. At Old Fiber Week? Yes. Come visit me. (laughs) And come visit Lex. Yes. Next up, things we love on Ravelry. (laughs) And Jen's insane desire to knit a sweater. Well, you did queue up like a (laughs) hundred. I mean, not quite a hundred, but a lot of sweaters or favorited them anyway. Uh, That's my problem is I really want to knit a sweater, but I just, I can't commit well, just pick one and go for it. You don't need to understand ease, as I've demonstrated. I can't guarantee it'll fit you <laughs> just afterwards. Cast on. But just make it happen. Because <laughs> I'm looking at two. The, the sweater I really like is the Pull Me Over by Andrea Black Designs. 
it's knitted top down i like the fact that you can add longer sleeves you can just cut it off where you separate for the underarms and stuff it you know it's got for three quarter length sleeves it really just comes down to how much yarn you want to use yeah and what weight you want to use yeah i think it's a worsted weight and i have a dark gray knit picks that i was thinking of using does it have any cables or is it just a sweater i think it's a knit to pearl to it's definitely a fitted so i i believe negative ease <laughs> yeah well i say just jump in there i mean i'm frankensteining garments le- left and right <laughs> and there's i believe in trial by fire and there's no better teacher than experience i think that's why i'm so worried about just casting on is that to me the sweater is this huge commitment when i i forget that socks are thousands of stitches and yet i i think i'm tricked because oh they're so small they're so fast where when you're knitting with worsted it's got to be the same amount of stitches and it goes by really quickly like when i did my uh erin hoodie i thought that it was going to take me forever and it took me six months but that's because it sat in the timeout (laughs) pile for a while so it really doesn't it knits up super quick so the other one i was thinking of was the mondo cabled cardi by chic knits and i love the open design of it you know it kind of flowing from the body it looks casual but cool and i don't know if it's if it's the right thing that i'd be able to wear to work but i i picture myself you know running for the c train in it you know getting to work being able to take it off cute scarves nice hats so i I just knitted of course of course yes but i think i'm just gonna have to commit to something just pick something and go for it because if i start knitting it now i'll have it for the fall what's the worst that could happen you don't like it and you rip it out Mm. or i'll love it and then i stop knitting everything else because i'm sweater crazy oh that's okay too um speaking of crazy uh, I also was looking at some sweater patterns, and I found the Playa del Cardi by Tamara L. Um, and it's it's a gorgeous little hoodie cardigan, knit in lace weight. What? Yep, knit lace weight. A lace weight? Is it like it's on airy. size five millimeter needles lace weight, or we're talking two millimeters? Um, I don't remember what size needles it's on, but it's from the pictures, it looks really airy and. Just sort of like a light, like a shell, like a light shell. Like, but not a dense. No, it's okay. not a dense knit or anything. Um, she, uh, the sample is done in mohair, and I'm not a super fan of mohair, so I'm gonna alpaca. Yeah, alpaca or something. <laughs> alpaca my bags. Alpaca my bags and make a lace weight cardi. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm really loving that design. It looks very simple. Um, it she did it in like this olive green, and there's a band of a different slightly darker olive green that's i don't know if it's sequined or beaded or what across the the front and i love it love it so highly recommend it uh if you're crazy like me and i also have two skeins of misty alpaca sock weight in my stash that i got for christmas a while ago um and i want to do something other than a shawl or socks with it it's sort of a red and black variegated crazy hand paint thing and it's sock weight hey? and it's sock weight or fingering weight so i was looking at some what could take that amount of yarn and i came up with two options either the winterberry hood by karina spencer um i like hoods what can i say i'm apparently a real big hoodie fan um <clears throat> but do you wear hats no not really then hood is a good idea yeah it's calgary it's cold yeah and i 
like well i don't look good in hats i think so so i don't i will though if it's minus 30 don't worry about that <laughs> um but i'm not sure if i would actually wear the winterberry hood it's very cute but it's like a shawl with a hood and i'm just not sure that that's does it have dangly? No, it doesn't have <laughs> Does any. Does it have danglies in the front? No. Okay. There's no danglies or anything. But... I'm thinking, you know, kind of ski hat, hood. No, but the man, like, I'm going to say, Karina Spencer, I've looked at a lot of her stuff, and I really, really like the way it looks. And that woman, I think, can wear anything, because all of her stuff looks super awesome and super fantastic, and it... And I, I picture myself as this, like, woodland pixie wearing it, and then I wear it in real life, and I'm like, Really? What was I thinking? <laughs> and it looks so good on everybody else but me. Um, but my other thing that I was looking at is the Galliano Vest by Megan Goodacre, who also did the Oaklet shawl I talked about on episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes two skeins of sock weight because it's a vest. You don't need sleeves. Um, it is somewhat fitted, and it's mostly stockinette with a little bit of lace down at the bottom. Ooh. Just a little, like, you know, a, like a chevron pattern is what the word I'm looking for. And I don't usually wear vests, but having stared at this pattern now for several days, I'm becoming convinced that I don't wear vests. vests because you don't have one? Because I haven't met the right one oh. yet. Um, and it's also seamless. Ah, so I like that. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell by my Frankensteining my hoodie. Um, so I'm thinking one of those two is going to get cast on pretty soon. And, you know, doesn't mean I have to wait to finish anything else, because... Because you keep finishing stuff, and you have the ability to start new stuff on, like, somebody else I know. Well, when I finished the hoodie, I looked in my stash, which is not ginormous, but... Respectable. Respectable. And I literally just opened my cupboard doors and looked at it and said, I have nothing to knit with. (laughs) And then I thought, that's ridiculous. Look at all this stuff. But I just need to have ideas. I'm really bad at pairing patterns with what I have, so gotta work on that i hate that oh i don't have anything to knit with yeah except for i do have lots of stuff to knit it's making the connections yeah we'll have to do like a cast on crazy just grab everything cast stuff on we should have a cast on party other people like to finish stuff we like to start it i uh i recently inherited a lot of teacups so we could have a tea party (gasps) in my house oh my god i love teacups they're gorgeous like yay a cupboard of teacups if, if you need to donate them, donate them my general direction. Uh, I take my, teacup donations. They're my husband's grandmother, so I don't think that's happening. <sighs> but uh, I today, I would just like to say that I discovered that I can put my groups on Ravelry into different tabs. Oh, what? Yeah, you don't need to have... I join groups like it's going out of style. <laughs> and, you know, I'd have to scroll through this long page of craziness and look at what's new and everything. And you can do it in tabs. You just go to the settings page on the groups. Um, like the groups page, you just go to settings tab and it, you can just make your settings. You just drag your groups and it's beautiful. So is it more like I'm in the need or I feel like I want to look at weaving and you'd have all your weaving groups in one? Yep. Yeah. I've got a group for spinning. I've got a group for geek stuff. I've got a group for, um, what else do I have a group for? Oh, local groups designers all that other kind of stuff all right right. Lex. why don't you tell our listeners where they can find us at well you can check out our blog which is where we put all of our show notes at knittingastory.wordpress.com that's k-n-i-t-t-i-n-g 
astory.wordpress.com. We also have a group on Ravelry, Knitting a Story. Please come and join us. And start talking and let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, we'll talk about anything, pretty much. <laughs> if you go to the blog, you get to see a picture of the stash. And maybe a picture of us. Ooh. I'll have to figure out how to post pictures. <laughs> um, my name on Ravelry is Beloved of Bast, B-E-L-O-V-E-D-O-F-B-A-S-T. And I'm Jen's account, J-E-N-N-S-A-C-C-O-U-N-T. Um, you can also find our feed on iTunes, I believe. When you search Knitting a Story in the podcast search, it comes up knitting a never-ending story for some reason that I haven't quite figured out yet. It was probably my fault. Oh, uh, who knows. <laughs> um, but it, that's us, anyhow. So come and follow us and tell all your friends. And thank you so much. This is episode two, Knitting a Story with Jen. And Lex.